It is the end of the liturgical year today. Everything we've celebrated from the birth of Jesus to his death to his resurrection and all points in between point to this celebration that he is the king of the universe. So we have a decision to make. Either Jesus is Lord or he's not. There's no in-between, and we must decide. The decision is an imperative. We cannot not make a decision either. To not not make a decision means we chose no. All allegiance, all loyalty, all obedience flows to the Savior, the King of the universe. In our gospel today sits the King on a wooden throne with a crown of thorns. Today he's jeered at and sneered at. He is alone, he's abandoned, save John and Mary, a couple other Marys, mocked by the soldiers and the others being executed. It's a pretty lonely kingdom we're asked to join here. That's why the Apostle Paul calls it a stumbling block for the Jews. Foolishness to the Greeks. See, what does this king offer? Sounds like pain. A king where he says the birds have nests, the foxes have dens. Son of man has nowhere to lay his head. He's homeless. Tells us to pick up our cross and follow him. What does this king have to offer? How many other kings written in history have entered into human suffering like Jesus did. Loneliness, poverty, all the misery we experience as human beings. And then he walked out the other side, conquering the worst of all, and that is death. And to top it off, he's done it loving the people that did it to him. Us, a human being, who put him to death. He loved us. So we have two choices. We can choose the human condition that was displayed on either side of Jesus today. On one side, a criminal being executed, sneering at Jesus too. Aren't you the king? Then save us. Save yourself, save me. It's the condition of selfishness. Me, me, me. But on the other side of Jesus hung the criminal, a condition of humility. Finally said, I admit it, I'm getting what I deserve. But I beg you, Jesus, if there's room for me in your kingdom, can I have a place in it? Can I be a part of it? Prayerful asking or complete arrogance. What are we going to show? Thankfully, there's one person who recognized something special in Jesus, made a public profession of faith on the cross, too, came to the realization that he's getting what he deserved when he hung next to Jesus. Everyone else mocked Jesus' kingship. That thief embraced it. He accepts his fate with humility. He expressed contrition. And then he's rescued by the king of the universe. That is a sign of hope for us.
No one else recognized Jesus' kingship, really, until Pentecost. The throwing of the wood, except that one thief. He was as low as he could get. Can't go to any lower. You're dying. But he said, I will follow you. Is there a place for me in your kingdom? I'll take it, please. Jesus said, yes, today you'll be with me in paradise. Whatever Jesus' kingdom was, it was better than anything that the world had to offer, and that's what that thief realized. The Apostle Paul gives us a real look into the person of Jesus today. He's the image of the invisible God. Yes, God is invisible to us. But if you want to know who God is, imagine Jesus. He is the image of the invisible God. Someone like us. Someone who sank into the depths of what we have. Poverty, pain, all sorts of things. That's the image of God, Jesus. But now it's a different one. He is the image of glory. It's also a more stewardship talk today. I realize we're getting exhausted from all the... Uh, asks of money. We're almost home on this though. We're this week focusing on our normal giving. I know you all know the need for it as we have done this every November since you've probably been here in any parish before. Always talks about it in November. The need for the yearly expenses. The money needed for staff, electricity, plowing, liturgical supplies, you name it. It's the most important thing we do separates us from the capital campaign doesn't the capital campaign does not supersede this if it does we're dead in the water we're below our budgeted amounts in all of our parishes this year so in this hard year we certainly need to keep the lights on to do what we can but I'm looking at things to be thankful for too as we prepare for our Thanksgiving holiday, I want to thank and take this opportunity to thank everyone for what they do. We have a great parish because of volunteers, because of the sustaining mission that you have provided us. Every dollar you've given in the past has gone to something important. And you sustain us by these volunteers. I look at the uh, Thanksgiving food drive yesterday. 300 boxes full of food, going out to your neighbors. What an event, what a beautiful event. Volunteers putting this all together. The funds you raised to put this on. 300 families in this community that wouldn't have had a Thanksgiving are now having a Thanksgiving, thank you. The gifts of your time and your talents. So many wonderful volunteers at the cemetery. The, at the grounds committees here, our food pantry, food donations, the organizers. Thank you to the tradespeople who give us gifts of your work and materials. Gifts of teaching the young. That's just a scratch of the surface of what is done here. There's no way to thank everyone. But that is what keeps parishes vibrant. It's the people reaching out to this community and then beyond, together what it is. It's a Love One Another campaign. I'm pleased to tell you today that we've gone over the half million dollar mark. 
What a wonderful thing for this parish. Some may be turned in your envelopes today. We set them out there. Within the next couple of weeks, we want to wrap this up. For the next few weeks, we'll be focusing on in-pew cards, gifts where we mail out to those that we have not been able to reach yet. In some cases, we had too few to do the work necessary. So please respond as we reach out to you again. The parish needs your support. The campaign needs your support in whatever gift you can give. Nothing is too small for us because the totality of it builds on each other and should put us over the amount we need. The most important thing, we pray for the success of the capital campaign, which we will do right now with the cards that are posted on the edges of the seats. That's the most important thing we do. If you cannot help, we can pray, though. We pray for those. So let us begin. Almighty, ever-living God, we thank you for your blessings in our life. We praise you for your goodness and generosity. Help us to live as stewards of your grace and love, that through prayerful work and sacrifice, we may bring your love to our families, parish, and community. We humbly pray for strength and fortitude to follow your great commission to go make disciples of all people, living our faith through word and deed. Inspire in your people generous hearts to strengthen the mission of our parish, to serve those in need, to support vocations, and to educate our children through the Love of One Another campaign. Guide us in this important campaign. Watch over our efforts to help build your kingdom and give us joy in serving you and your church now and forever. Amen.